Good early afternoon, and I'm Robert Edward Booth of threeoaks1.com, spelled out and then numeral1.com. And I'm a Messiah, the Messiah, according to revelations that I have been shown. Of course, my name is Robert Edward Booth. That's three sixes. Roll them. Roll the dice. Because there's evidence that the Catholic Church, guilty of forgery proven about 500 years ago, that after the signing of a donation made by Constantine, the Emperor of Rome, to the Church, uh, the possibility for those documents to be authentic was found impossible and proven forgery by the Catholic Church functioning under the Roman emperors that are at work. The Church gaining power over all the kings and decisions cannot ride over top of the Catholic Church based on the power vested in them by Constantine from false documents forgery proven about 500 years ago. The documents themselves eh, maybe 800 more years ago. I really haven't got that year on top of my head for you but way before they actually proved it to be forgery. Forgery of royal documents so they could make moves. The church having the power then to swing alliances of the Roman uh, society or empire reach in and draw other kings into battles to take out uh, opponents and opposition to the Catholic Church. Again, empowered by forgery. Now, documents that serious, royal documents have been forged. That gives you something to look at a character profile. A character profile. What character has the church brought forth, you know, like a person has character. They're bringing forth an untrustworthy source for your spiritual guidance. The message that's on my mind today for you, I'm a, I'm a minister. I'm an ordained Gnostic minister. True knowledge. Not leading your spirituality by manipulated doctrines by, by saying that Jesus said it and then forging materials even in the Bible. Now, I can't tell you whether it was 12 through 17 or whatever numbers because I'm not that type of personality. There's a certain amount of futility involved when you want to memorize a book that's been touched, manipulated, tampered. I don't have any business memorizing all that. I've got other things my mental energy can, can be dedicated to. So the last 7, 8, 10 verses, you'll have to look it up on Google, the experts. Wise man gets him a servant. Google it and see. There's the last 10 or so verses of the book of Mark that I've got posted on Three Oaks One that Saint, who, what was his name? Oh, crap. I can't remember the saint. There was a saint that, that, it's coming to me, but it ain't coming fast enough. There's a saint that 
work to serve the church that admits. Clementine, thank you, most sovereign spirit. Whatever helper spirits came to me and told me Clementine. It's St. Clementine admit that the book of Mark is mythological. It's some way related to not being true. The last 10, 12, 14 verses of Mark completely penciled in. You know what I mean, penciled in. Forged, added to the Bible. Wasn't in any ability to say that Mark, and that, that ain't proven, but to say that Mark gave you that Bible is additionally admitted by St. Clementine on Three Oaks One, of course. You have a lot of information there that'll help you determine about how much you want to really serve into that faith. Now, here's the problem. There's always a catch, right? There's always a catch. There was still a lot of evidence that lent to a sacrifice, a divine sacrifice made by a Messiah king, a Messianic king, which I am. I have 25 plus kings in my genealogy. Messiah lines very, very much included. Uh, that get, That's all on the website. So Messiah, Messianic king, Jesus Christ, made a blood sacrifice to the divine spirit. The divine sacrifice, if you will refer to it as such. We know that in sacrificial stuff, the ancients before war made sacrifices to their deities or their gods, if you refer to them as gods or deities. I notice a lot of that depends on which type of crowd you're associating the terms with. Deities and gods, worshipable. God, a god is worshipable. They have their deities beings on different realms of function. You know, they talk about the realm of spirit, different dimensions. This this deity comes forth from this dimension and, and they make sacrifice to this deity before war because they're going to draw power from their deity in the war. And the same way for fertile uh, crops. A lot of the ancients made sacrifices to fertility gods like Ishtar. Uh, there's quite a few, you know, um, Freja of the Nordics. Different ones uh, associate with fertility and uh, nature. And if they want a healthy bounty this year in their uh, crops, they like the war sacrifices make sacrifice to these deities or gods if you would and with hopes of being blessed by that god and having a fertile crop or a winning war so they discover their priest which gods that they are willing to make sacrifices to we and that catch I was talking to there's always a catch there's always a catch that's just something people an adage we use. Your soul knows, your soul that brings reflection from the divine spirit and manifests in the physical domain, you know, your real world stuff like we get taught through the conventional church that people, places, things, and circumstances speak to us. I don't find a big mistake in that. 
There's some room to discuss, but yes, indeed, the divine spirit is in all things, inside of you, inside of all things. So your soul very much does and can reflect directly in your physical domain, whether it's if you're looking at an international show, you might see things in front of you on the table before you. They might refer to it the table of life on the table before you. Some might say my plate is already full in reference to I got enough to do. And on the table of life, your physical domain, you might be looking at an international news program, but still see something that resonates with your soul. You know what I mean? It agrees with your soul. You see the divine speaking to you. Well, the reference to people, places, circumstances, and things is reflecting like what Bible they did give you while they manipulated it by evidence uh, does have reference to um, how now I lost my train of thought and there's a spirit operating you know that's weird to me but, but there is moving around so anyway I'm just rebuking in the name of Mezhak Yahashua my king Yeshua Yeshua I, I try to pronounce names that they brought for but what we're looking at is a Roman war tribe, warrior tribe, while the Jews, as best we have denoted, were a harvesting uh, agricultural people, gatherers and hunters, you know, throughout the tribes of Israel when they were, you know, written of biblically. So we have something of interest in that catch is what what should what reverence or what respect should we pay to this divine sacrifice that your soul is projecting oh i was oh there's the thought the spirit will repeat what it has heard a friend of mine before he died from covid he pointed that out in one of his facebook posts the spirit will repeat what the spirit has heard your soul has a vibration the energy in your soul the spirit will repeat what it has heard we're in a sea of energy the divine spirit a divine sacrifice was made when you start questioning in your soul about this divine sacrifice, yes, you will receive answers that say, yes, that is important to my soul. The problem being is in the rat race that we live in, humanity, you don't get to do a complete and thorough reflection. And that is where you get overthrown. Your soul gets overthrown and you bite like a fish biting bait into the fact that that's important to your soul. So Jesus made a sacrifice to the divine. How much respect should I have? Okay, if you go the other direction, like I'm not going to care about that anymore. They're harnessing. I've looked into the wicked practices because I'm a shaman witch healer and I mean to fix what's going on and I mean to help people. You know, I've came to save you, not destroy you. That's the goal regardless of the imminent factors that, you know, there's always casualties. They say Antichrist 666 Robert Edward Booth will cause the death of two-thirds of Christianity today. 
this is not Christianity. This is not early Christianity. It is a manipulated version. And just like baiting you, where your soul will reflect in your daily look at what's being repeated, the spirits heard that vibration. You are wanting to know that answer. And it's bringing forth answer, but you're so busy not to be thorough that you bite like a fish to bait. And you start into this Christianity that the Romans are giving you. That's not Christianity. That's Roman Christianity. The Wiccans, they know to harness. Listen now, I'm ministering. They know to harness that energy within that spell work, that magic, that magisterium. They call it a magisterium. Coming out of the magic they're stirring, if you don't mind a crazy breakdown of words. A magisterium. The magisterium strum it's strumming up that magic like you strum up a little money playing down in the corner for quarters in your and into your tambourine laying there so they're strumming up a little magic and you are biting and and in your busy day which is managed by the amount of elemental magic which i see a combination magic coming through it where they're using elemental magic they're using voodoo use of spirits you can go look it up google google black magic spells and find adonai who is jehovah adonai in black magic spells being used harness that energy back to the reference harness that energy and that person's spell work and make it serve your own spell work i don't do spell work you might answer there is an inner witch in every soul. It's in there. Some people naturally utilize more of it than others. That's got a lot to do with your astrological influences. By nature, you generate more out of that inner witch for your archetype. Carl Jung was a psychologist, world-renowned, and studied a lot of the religions. He said every archetype in those tarot. The Egyptian tarot. It's in every single soul. So, they're using elemental magic like the feminine energy. Like a man has a woman in him. He's got lust and stuff in him. He might typically manage his lustful behavior better than the feminine. Unless the feminine taps into the archetype in herself, which Karjun explained that every archetype in every person. She might become the emperor of the household at the backbone, like the emperor card in the tarot. You don't know what I'm talking about. There's quite a few cards. I don't know the number, but all those archetypes, like your psyche, your psychic energy coming from your soul, it has types, character types. And if your soul kicks into that, like the woman becomes the emperor in that household, the emperor card, she's that archetype. She runs things with discipline and authority like an emperor. But that's a male car, but that's all right. Female still has the masculine trait. Just like the masculine, the men can have the feminine trait. You know, so they're using femininity to spur such a rat race, an economical structure and a rat race, social engineering. They want society to go that direction. How do we get it to go that direction? We use a magic book. In the times that the Bible was written, 
war and magic. You included, like I said, sacrifices to your deity before war. Or your multiple deities, polytheism, more gods than one. Well, so what you do is look at the catch involved. Can you just throw away the divine sacrifice out of all this magic and magisteriums like the Roman Catholic Church is now the current magisterium that's working? The magic strum. They're strumming up some magic, like the guitar player puts his tambourine and strums up some money. They got Ishtar, the Statue of Liberty is patterned after Ishtar, uh, the fertility goddess, over this land. And the Freemasons placed Ishtar there, and they're generalized as warriors back in the time Freemasonry. They were Masons, of course, but, but when war came, the Masons and the Templars, which are deeply associated, uh, big, became, you know, crusades and other uh, valuable wars were won by the very ferocious uh, Masons and uh, Templars, Templars especially. Masons usually graduate to Templars. And yeah, if, if, if my kingdom is going to go to war with yours, there's, you know, the hardened men that, that do Masonry work through weather and elements and everything to make the income from their households, those are going to make excellent soldiers. So when, you know, war comes, my warriors get done laying stones as masons and jump on their horses and, and grab their swords, you know, like Templars, Knights Templars. Well, just a different separation there, but manuscripts and lessons. And as the masons become more formidable, they can graduate and become Templars, Knights Templars, responsible for the Crusades and defending the Catholic Church, different. And then they've got it down in writing that history shows whatever it's valued at by your intellect that Jack Molay, I think his name was Jack Molay, was burned at stake as the leader of the Templars. And they were forbidden to ever associate with the Catholic Church after that occurred. That can be staged for a military movement like this statue of Ishtar, the Statue of Liberty placed by Masons, they can play the backseat. The bigger man, you know, will backseat himself. I'm not the important figure. The Masons did that. The whole time the Templars, wealthiest community of people on the planet, Illuminati, Knights Templars, all able to utilize, like I said, harness that energy and make it part of your magic. You know what I mean? They're working magic. That's why they do alchemy. They reword it. Alchemy, elemental magic. If you're on that level of magic, you're not only converting lead into gold, you're changing society. I, I believe it was Pythagoras, where you get that name, the Pythagoras theory and all that. I think it was Pythagoras. You'd have to look up which teacher taught about social engineering. And the use of magic, if you'll couple those things and get servants, like I need, I can't do it all myself. So I need servants. So you get orders formed like the Templars or like the Masons. And I'm not pointing fingers because I'm associated with them, okay? I'm associated, I'm a Rosicrucian. 
I'm of the Rosicrucian order. And I would keep my guard up if I were you and if you joined the Rosicrucian order because plays get made to harness that energy and use it in my own spell work. I told you, that person never looked at a book about spell work. But there's magic coming forth from the soul because they're archetype. That one is a natural witch born under a bad sign is a music song. I was born under a bad sign. This one is a natural witch coming through. And they, their soul knows what to use, what to say, which direction to walk to affect energy. And that energy is used in their magic. And they're naturally producing it. That's a natural witch. They're naturally producing, you know, controls or manifestations, if you would call it that, of a physical domain that that inner witch, that archetype functions in that person and has a lot of power in a situation, influence. I am Robert Edward Booth, natural witch, messianic king. They will they will call it on like some of the shows that, that offer curse for being a mason. Well, the masons are warriors and they were good. A lot of times, often, helped in the crusades for the English to go and, and inhabit the kingdom of heaven, they call it. That was my bloodline. My bloodline was King Richard and his dad. I think it was King Henry. Actually set in a place called the kingdom of heaven under the crusades. So, Templars are not my enemy and they proclaim just to want a better society. They know that the Catholic Church has it tricked up and manipulated through the Bible, uh, a magisterium, and they're bringing forth magic out of the Catholic Church in a magic book called the Bible. You're looking at it, biting at it. Your soul has already people, places, circumstances, and things, the physical domain has manifested uh, what it has heard. I don't know that there's a closed-in situation that the divine only utters what it has heard. I don't know that that's a closed situation, but the Bible they gave you indicates that the divine will utter, will, will speak back what it has heard. So, bouncing off of your soul's intentions where you want to know something how important is this divine sacrifice people places circumstances and things will surface in your life reflecting what vibration the divine spirit is willing to utter back your direction so you will know something thing is the rat race manipulated by elemental magic you see you're chasing the women, the women won't choose their men, they've got it sultry, sensual, whatever it takes, all justified through faith in Jesus given by the church to do what they feel they need to do in their life. And that's something of an illusion because you're not achieving a masterful, like a master develops a way to live before the divine. You're biting at the bait and you're running the direction that their influence, their magic is compelling you. And in the rat race, your soul doesn't slow down. You got to get money. You got, you got revolt going to happen in your household. The female energy, she, 
she's fertile, she's she she wants, she she lusts by nature. She she's gonna see the stuff that they're sowing, fertility, they're sowing the elites have money and have have services and goods, and the wife wants them, and the children want them. You know how a little boy, young boy, has more feminine operating than a man. He hasn't become a man yet. He hasn't governed himself right. So the children and your wife are going to revolt. So the man of the household is overthrown by this Catholic Church's magic, overthrown by the fact that his household's going to revolt on him. Well, all you need to do is incorporate voodoo and look up your black magic spells, which black magic generally denoted as don't care who they hurt. They're serving themselves, you know, their own cause. The, the spirit is great and terrible. There's room for the terrible. The divine spirit has great and terrible on the within side of things, like those Asiatics look within. There's great and terrible. That one has taken the position of terrible and willing to put black magic on you. Look, look it up. Adonai, Adonai, name is used in black magic, in voodoo. So they're working with spirits and these deities, these gods, if you will, worshipable. Jehovah Adonai, the God of the Jews. They've even got in the book, they burnt books and burnt people for bringing things to the table that would conflict with the church system that the Romans were bringing forth. They were a warrior tribe. They would just kill you, burn you alive, and collect all the books that you owned and burn them, and they did. And they put forth what you're falling for as Christianity. You are not Christianity. You are Roman Christianity. You are social engineering governed by a magistrium strumming up some magic to get them some money just like the guitar with the band with the tambourine laying beside it for a little money in it their magisterium now if the inner witch of the guitarist is in tune he'll make that guitar sing for you that guitar will sing for him because his inner witch is operating he means to strum himself up some money to that and you're listening, you throw a little money because it was good to you. He's in touch with inner psychic self. Your psychic self, his psychic self, the group that's standing in front of him, and he's going to strum himself up some money just like the magistrum operate now the Catholic Church. If the inner witch, like Carl Jung verified, for us, you can research of all the tarot cards, you could be the emperor today and switch midday into the inner witch and then go back to the emperor. Even if you're a woman, an emperor. It just depends on which archetype. All of them are in you. And they know how to do archetype magic. Wow. I'm, well, if they don't, the voodoo they're operating with does. Chaos magic. Get a whole lot of chaos going on in society. And if you study chaos magic, the inner witch or the witch that is manifested on the surface by awakening their inner witch and becoming part of it can sit around in some priestly position and know that the money is strumming right on in and the power and the influence is strumming right on in and how to set up to collect from the chaos magic that's going on. They 
They got it all started. Now they're sitting back poised to collect and with methods designed to collect off of the chaos they've brought forth in society. The girl's got her top halfway off. You've got your wallet full, full out, and you're trying to get money and all the chaos that comes from my stuff breaking the way you advertised it to me and me chasing and the stir of it, they're sitting back collecting. You're unable to slow down and listen to your soul because revolt's going to happen even if you've just got a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Get after the money, pay the tax, and the government's involved in it. Oh, yeah. You can look back. I've got evidence on threeoaks1.com that the government knows through the Freemason Society that work with and the Templars have nothing to do with it. Bull. The bigger man will take the back seat. They don't want the recognition. No. They're enemies with the Catholic Church. That's what's projected. Who knows? They might have sacrificed Jack Molay of his name, Jack Molay. Burn him at stake and everything. Why not? For the for the game, don't you think a group that's willing to be the richest society on earth would sacrifice Jack Molay to look like they're separate from the Catholic Church when they're really working with the Catholic Church? And that's possible. That's possible. I don't rule it out. And they're going to know because I told you this. Are you a fool? I'm not. I'm a Messiah. I'm a Messianic king. They'll refer to it in some of these uh, people that are trying to expose darkness. They'll say, you might be under a Messianic curse. I'm going to close soon. Jesus said, serve the light. Jesus said, serve the light. Why didn't he say serve God? He said, serve the light. Oh, but God is the light. That's fine if you do not separate what they're meshing using what's called coherence. You know, like something something's adhesive, something coheres and something adheses. They're using not adhesive because it's not exactly, it doesn't completely stick, but it coheres, it, it cohesion. And they're using cohesion, which is alchemy. And, and they're saying God is God. Now, Jehovah Adonai, the most powerful sovereign of the deities, the earth gods, the ones that get wise to the earth gods go above to one of my uh, lineage all the way back in time to uh, when humans were the gods that the gods after they die, they're ascended. They ascend to a more powerful position in their death, but when they were alive, uh, now my name get taken. Not Moloch, but what's the other one's name? Oh, Marduk. Marduk was at one time, and I don't know right now, but at one time Marduk was over top of all the earth gods. Job, Adonai, uh, Odin. I believe Odin is an earth god. I don't know. There's depth to that. I mean, they say he's the all-father, father of the gods, but that's the Nordics. If you'll notice culturally, they call it the cosmic egg, where the same story is coming forth like the divine repeats what it has heard through the souls of this group or this culture or this tribe or this kingdom. They're bringing forth in a different way the same story. That's the cosmic egg. They call it, mystics call it the cosmic egg. 
the same idea being conveyed in different ways. So, ultimately, Jesus really says, serve the light. And that's what my New World Order is about. Serving light, not destruction. Much like the Templars and the Freemasons that say they just want a better society. There's, you know, a, a group that wants to bring forth a better society. They know the Catholic Church tampered and changed all the way to forging royal documents and burning people and, and then forging it in the book of Mark's last 10 or 12 verses, just to be simple. You're not getting a straight line, and these orders like that know that. So they just want to, like the Messianic curse, and there's actual Messianics in those groups. Not that everybody in those groups are. They've got a number to add to the elemental magic. Oh, there's this many Freemasons. They're all Messianic group. You might not have five, three real Messianics in it. Now, here's a point. One of my cousins, uh, Nicholas Devere, Devere, he wrote a book called The Dragon Legacy. And in it he says, the dragon bloodline is the only bloodline that can really perform magic, real magic, not card tricks, illusion, anything of that nature, but real magic on a spiritual level, manifesting in the real world, like the divine can uh, will and is known to repeat what it's heard. So they change archetype magic you to a different archetype. They take you from the queen of hearts all the way to uh, the page of, of swords and you're just a, a little knight type fellow, not even a knight but less than you actually wash my horse as a page you know a knight's way more valuable they take you from a queen of hearts all the way to now you're functioning predominantly you might switch over when you sit down every now and then or any, any level of function. You might switch to a different archetype, but they know how to do archetype magic and drive you and control you using, you know, social engineering, where that revolt's gonna happen. Just use an example, uh, in your household, if the, the, the boyfriend ain't getting the truck, ain't getting the car, ain't getting the concert, his girl's gonna leave. So he's trapped into the archetype that's best gonna serve his cause, and they, get you habitually serving under that archetype by social engineering archetype magic elemental magic voodoo what do you mean voodoo. because Jove Adonai the supreme god is quote me now harnessed into their magisterium they took that energy that energy even though he's manifest in a god the god of the jews and these projected, look, the Trinity did not exist. They have writings that say Jesus, who said serve the light, also said an evil demiurge created all the profound world. An evil demiurge created all the profound. You'll say, oh, but Jesus said, I am he that, I am that God that created it. So Jesus is God that's okay to make Trinity. Yeah, but if you won't forget now in this rat race, Jesus said, I am him. Listen to me. 
but I am not him, yet I am him. Now, wait a minute, are you or not? I am him, yet I am not him, yet I am him. Okay, fine. But in this realm of function, the earth's sphere, this energy that's produced out of all the sea of energy, the divine that the sacrifice was made to, how much reverence should I give to the divine sacrifice, Robert Everboot? You should give full respect, comparable, coheres to the word, but does not exactly adhere to the word. You should respect or revere, show reverence to the divine sacrifice. And I do, I serve my king. My king also taught, be not obedient to the prophet or the teacher, but to the spirit. Serve the light. The divine light that comes forth through all things. The divine light. The sacrifice was made to the divine. So yeah, I can be him, the evil demiurge. Oh yeah. But I am not, yet I am. I can be. But I am not, but I am. I'm trying to help you see different realms or dimensions that are operating. The Romans ain't trying to help you see that. They're trying to blind you to that. And quote me now, harness that energy into their magic, just like the guitar player with the tambourine setting, using his inner witch, even though he's quite often the king of cups or whatever he is, his archetype, usually the king of cups. But today, his inner witch is working hard, and he's going to magistry, magistrum him up some money. He's going to use his inner witch to get in touch in the realm of spirit with his crowd and produce, manifest, the spirit repeats what is heard outside of himself, what will satisfy that crowd and magically fill his tambourine up with money. The Catholic Church is doing the same thing to you. I am Robert Edward Booth, the Messiah, who they're going to say and use the book that you know now that they've manipulated you, uh, committed fraud against their emperor, Constantine, provably, 500 years ago after several hundred years passed, provably could not be authentic documents. Enough to have power over kings, enough to come to a king and say, you do not have authority over the church. And as soon as you argued, take all the Roman forces and all the alliances that fear the church that also had, mind you, the power to depose kings, take them out, depose kings, and coronate. You had to manual, you had to You had to, uh, I'm thinking of a word, you had to, by demand, I don't know, it was, it was absolute that you had to be coronated and approved by the Catholic Church. And if they came in and, and ruled over top of you as a king, you could not rule over them. They were the church. They would bring their alliances, the other ones they had coronated, the other ones that they had power to depose, using the Constantine documents for military forces. My bloodline, by the way, the Merovingians, who uh, Charles, what's his name? Charles Bartel were hired by giving Charles Bartel money to cause 
to bring forth training for the French military forces, the Salic, Salic kings, the, Ma, the uh, Merovingians, and he was Charles Bartel, uh, a mili- brilliant military leader, and they funded him through the same forged documents to go to war for the sake of the church, who coronated kings and immediately deposed Cheldric III. Salic King Cheldric III. That's where the forgery affected my bloodline. And when you handle forgery in today's world, they go to what was affected by the forgery and somebody gets judged to fix what has been affected by the forgery. I am the rightful pretending king of France. If you were under a king in France, I would inherit that position. I am the the oldest and the most capable of that male bloodline and still have the birthmark on my right arm and on my head. So they're using the Bible. The revelation was given by an angel to John. You don't know that angels serve the divine spirit, the light, noticing the difference in serve the light as opposed to serving the evil demiurge. They burnt books and people that were going to tell you about an evil demiurge. Look at the book of Sophia. Jesus wrote the book of Sophia. Evidence that he was a Gnostic. That he believed, like the found scholars found, an evil demiurge created all the profound world. Everything you and me know about. Aren't you afraid of him? No, I am not. Because of the blood sacrifice. Again, how much reverence, how much reverence, how much respect, those two words cohere in cohesion as opposed to adhesion, like alchemy uses. And these blending of energies as an outcome of a destroyed nation, the United States of America. Because now, in the social engineering, you have chaos going on, and them, the government that worked with the Freemasons, that the Templars sat in the background having little or nothing to do with what went on. Just like the bigger man will take the back seat. Yeah, the, the, the strong crusaders that knew war and magic and use of deities and sacrifice to deities like we first talked about, like you get your guard to grow with Frasia, also a shield maiden in Nordic lore or whatever you call the documents you can find. But I wanted to point all that out because Jesus doesn't say serve God, the Demiurge. He says serve the light. But by the time they burnt the books and burnt the people as heresy, if they came against the Catholic Church, warrior tribe, they burnt you alive, Greeks and Romans, Greco-Roman book burnings. They set up social engineering. I think it was Pythagoras, but you'll have to look it up. A teacher taught about social It's easy to find on YouTube. Social engineering by ancients or whatever. You'll find Pythagoras or one of those great teachers. And they used magic to, to accomplish chaos and use voodoo, use of spirits. Look up Jehovah Adonai, the God you serve to the Christian church. He's also in black magic, which is denoted as really not caring who it hurts as long as it serves that individual. It's a great and terrible spirit. It can very well, the, 
be strummed up the use of evil as long as it balances out somewhere because the good and evil in the spirit so they got that all manipulated and spirits manifest like the bible talks about do not mediumistically exert yourself well go beyond just yourself and how much power you feel like you have exerting mediumistically on another person and causing enough energy to get the ball rolling and then if the flow's right you know like the water type element they'll go on and do it because you exert it at the right time and place enough of your energy on them willing it so you know that your mediumistic exertion take that and expand to what if a deity or a god worshipable exerted their mediumistic quality well that's what kind of goes on in Buddha get the ball rolling by mediumistic exertion in your life deities not bound by the same physical drawbacks you have using that element you know exert spiritually on you till your physical bodily body is headed to the water fountain and because you're thirsty at the same time and it's a break time at work too you'll probably go to the water fountain they did that level you know across society and set back collecting and you have a lot of rich people and you have a lot of influential people using that and then you have me outlaw minister 666 criminal record and all but I'm a king and in British history you couldn't hold in British history you could not hold one single thing against a king legally because he's doing what he has to do as a king to help his people his clan his tribe his kingdom you can't lawfully in British law at one time hold anything against that king for what he did so I'm outlaw 666 and I'm doing what I gotta do but this ain't British law and I can be irresponsible so I've got you know felonies and things but I'm still helping my people I come to help you not hurt you but if there's casualties then so be it you can revere respect Jesus' sacrifice the divine sacrifice but don't just use harness that energy in your own magic act like the guitar players to getting the guitar going and money falling in his tangerine tan, tan, what is it called tambourine the money the a lot of the days christians have their inner witch function and that archetype and they're harnessing that energy using it to win women to choice women to have choice jobs to have positions in society harnessing that already being performed magic into their own magic using that inner witch that dwells in them. Don't be a victim. Listen to Robert Edward Booth, who will destroy the Catholic Church and the Romans, according to the prophecy that I don't really trust entirely. I do not. Because the same angels that might not serve the divine spirit, but serve Jehovah Adonai, who's useful in black magic and Buddhism, the evil demiurge that I am, yet I am not, yet I am. You see, Jesus said, I am the God that created everything you know about. The most sovereign Jehovah Adonai of the gods. The earth gods. Go to Marduk if you have to, if you have to. If the light leads you there, Marduk 
has power over all the earth gods. I'm not sure if Odin's an earth god. They've got him down as as a all father. I don't know what level the divine spirit took him to after he ascended from the physical world as a fisherman. I'm his offspring, by the way. I'm Odin's grandson, way down the line, of course, but a god. The, the Nordics would consider me Vikings, Nordics, Norsemen. They would consider me a god. I want you to go to threeoaks1.com, spelled out three oaks, numeral1.com, and learn more and more about the situation. Hope you develop a healthy spirituality. Serve the light. My overall message was started from that. Not God, because they've taken and created a trinity. There was no trinity before the Romans worked up this magisterium to get them some money and power and influence. A warrior tribe over the Jewish, you know, agricultural people, meaning peace. All they were collecting was, you know, hunting and gathering. So, please, I'm Robert Edward Booth, Merovingian descent, gray old bloodline, half Lucifer genetics. That's the Lucifer gene that was on this planet through the Scythian tribes, royal Scythian tribes. Believe it on this planet, they had divine rights to rule this planet and had the blood to do it. Lucifer genetics. That came through the Merovingians according to what they've studied. And I have also where Tamara, T-A-M-A-R-A, the daughter of Jesus, bred into by breeding or whatever relationship with the Merovingian king, the Salic bloodline, and a grail bloodline, they call it. I am as much Jesus' bloodline as I am Lucifer's bloodline. Royal on this planet. You had King Edward, King Henry. I mean, just tons of kings. Messianic kings inherited rights on this planet. Well, I completely respect the divine sacrifice. Serve light through 3oaks1.com and a new world order. Peace to you. Peace profound. Good early afternoon. I'm Robert Edward Booth, and I'm from threeoaks1.com. Spelled three oaks and then numeral1.com. If you'll go there, you'll find a lot of enlightening facts of religious error and a lot of the disposition of an antichrist versus Roman rule and an evil demiurge and I'm sharing that because it's things that the divine light has shown me we are here to serve the divine light is that the truth how do you know that's the truth question all things question all things I've heard that Christianity sometimes from the pulpit will tell you don't do that Asiatic wisdom don't do that Asiatic wisdom it's evil I've heard them I mean I'm willing to testify that in front of the commandments that you do have that, that I've heard them minister that Asiatic wisdom is evil Asiatic wisdom is wisdom wisdom is wisdom no matter where it comes from 
that's the light that's shown me. I'd love to know why the Christian churches avoid that Asiatic wisdom. What's wrong with it? Isn't wisdom wisdom, no matter where it comes from? I know the I know the Islamics don't do much version. Your version, their version. They have a, a problem or a beef with the version thing. The Islamics, and uh, I would like to offer gratefulness to uh, Muhammad and bless him for whatever worthy attempt he did to, to make gain for the divine spirit. Um, I can see him as a prophet. I can do that. But I do find error in Islam as of date. I don't know about throughout the entirety. I just know that the Islamic writings have been have been tampered with and that they have a devil's verse or a Satan verse in the uh, Koran that that says that uh, they believe they took it out, made it unavailable in that religion to to the Islamic state. And I, I'm not really expert in that area, but but okay, they won't allow it that that's still in their Koran because that offers that uh, Muhammad and peace be upon him was deceived. I think we all get deceived now and then. I, I think so. I think be not deceived according to Jesus, and that's why that's my king. I, I won't argue with it. That's my king, Jesus. But I won't do again over here to be fair about it. Christianity, one of the Abrahamic religions, Judaism, um, Christianity, Islam, all Abrahamic religions. I hope I'm right about all that because the, the Arabics, they, they got all kinds of bloodlines tied into theirs, you know. There's quite a few names that they can tie in from the, from the Jewish tribes that served Islam. Total obedience to the divine. Total obedience to God. Now, a portion of the Islamics in my relationship with the Islam, I, I was in Islam for two, three, two or three weeks. I was. I, I learned to peace be upon him. I, I learned that Muhammad was a prophet. And I said, you know, I can believe within the fair margin of error the fair margin of error that, it, that Muhammad was a prophet for the divine spirit. He was getting his information from Gabriel, Jabril, J-B-R-I-L, L, Jabril, something like that spelling. Different from Gabriel, which is a, an angel of God that comes from our God in Christianity. I should say I'm a part of Roman Christianity. I am influenced by Roman Christianity. That's Roman Christianity, not original Christianity. The divine light brings forth knowledge and power and wisdom. The divine, to be brief about it, the divine light brings forth knowledge and power and wisdom. The divine light does that. We are to serve the light, and, and I believe that Muhammad was bringing light to our world. And I believe that Jesus, my king, was bringing light to this world. I do. May peace be upon both of them. And may peace be upon you and your household. Because for me, today is a Sabbath. Today is 
the Jewish Sabbath day that you claim to be teaching me through Christianity that I'm to learn from these Jews and then then, then they turn around and tell you that you're not under these laws that, that they got a, a verse in their version which I talked about at the beginning of this talk in their version of service to the divine light they say that well now there's the one that I want to share with you the divine light has shown me there are spirits just like those religions have that will take your thought I forget completely what I was getting ready to say. I do. I've learned also uh, in a relationship with that divine light, that light that's inside you, that light that's inside me, that everlasting, eternal white light. Why is it white? Why is it white? Why has it got to be a white light? They claim, they claim that science has exposed uh, dark energy, um, the dark energy even though we can't see it it's there so there's darkness in the light there's great and terrible there's darkness in the light there's no real color there's only white light but I mean, you can do the study thing of anything synchronizes there's no color only reflections of that light only reflections of the divine emanations everything that comes forth from that light is reflected by that light on the dark energy there's a mass of it. There's a guy who told me about it. I met him. Nice man. He told me about that dark energy. I, even though we can't see it, it's there. Dark energy. We, everybody is here to receive from that divine light knowledge and power and wisdom. That, that everlasting divine light brings forth in its emanations everything that is and without that light nothing would be I got that out of the Roman Bible I get things out of the Roman Bible but I'm connecting and this is what the light has shown me I'm connecting to things that are connected to I'm connecting to you know your chakra energy centers in your body things that affect your health things that affect the way your your voice might sound it might affect your eyesight the colors that you're seeing or whether you see or not I'm reflecting from that divine light my relationship to the divine light, the light that is. What isn't black or white? It's just white light. Why is it white light? The great white light. Why is it white light if it brings forth both light and darkness? Both day and night. Why is that? Okay, I feel a person in the realm of spirit, that master within, that light that's in you, I feel it in that light, the realm of spirit, the Father's realm. My king might refer to it as best I can find in the writings, the Father's realm. However, not only did he call, like, Jesus had to be very tied to the Gnostics, the Gnostics that taught you about the evil Demiurge and Sophia and Pistis and how how the evil Demiurge created everything you and me know about and was created by Sophia without her male counterpart. Cannot be God. There cannot be Sophia before God. You can't have Pistis in charge of 30 divine beings behind the Pleroma, you know, behind the veil, like behind the, I think, I mean, whatever the Pleroma what is a pleroma? That's another enlightening factor. These people are whacked. 
they put down pleroma. What, what's wrong with just calling it the veil or something? Because this group runs it that way, and that group runs it that way, and they tell you things, and it half the time turns out, you know, just in reference, it half the time turns out to be the same thing the other group told you in different words. So you really get a good workout. What I do is try to find gratitude because it offers me, you know, verification in another form. It offers me more solidity to my faith, to my belief in that because I had to see it three different times. And it's kind of fretful if you fret about that. I mean, either you mean to know so or you don't mean to know so, right? Do you mean to know that? Well, then you're pursuant. And that shows in your life that you're pursuant of what that divine light is doing. You say, well, I don't believe in no divine light. I don't believe in no divine. You know, there's a there's a group of, of uh, uh, UFO, what do they call it? UFO religions? UFO religions, yeah. And this guy's name is Rael. Rael was said to have taken up by aliens in ships. Oh, I forget it was Arizona or somewhere that he was driving and the aliens, he pulled off to the side of the road like you do at a stop. And he ended up taking, you know, to aliens where aliens are. Heck, I've, I've listened to some of them had visitations. Man says one alien brings him on board a female alien, makes him have sex with her. I'm wondering about that one. The man is having sex with an alien and being brought back to Earth. I don't know if I believe all these people or not. Do you feel me or not? I can't really call you a liar, but you're making alien babies. I mean, right? Do you feel me on the I mean part? Do you see? Okay, I mean, they had, they had a man on the planet named I mean. He was killing and eating people. He was some kind of leader. I mean, you have to look up I mean, one of the most evil people in the world. I mean, you see how it falls in synchronicity? I mean, what are these aliens doing to people, right? So here's my point about serving the light, right? I'm looking in like the tripartite, the, the Gnostic books. I'm looking into Sophia Pistis. You know, and Sophia Pistis at least, I'm starting, you know, I'm I'm starting as a Gnostic minister, even though, you know, I can share things that the church won't tell you, so that's Gnosis. So so ever how good I am, that's up to you to decide. Because you don't even know if you have the right material. So I still have a life. And then judgment over sacrifice. You're not pushing me into knowing books that might not even be originally from Jesus. So you're not doing that. In judgment over sacrifice, I like to do a good job. So if you find out something in the Gnostic stuff that you want to share with me, I'd love to hear it. I'll look it up if it seems important. How's that? If you need to know something, I'll look it up for you. I'm a minister. So... In the Sophia Pistis, Jesus was talking about how he used a square and a rectangle. And he was able, you know, just listen to me. And he did something to this whole realm of beings that were bringing themselves to you somehow. And he confounded those beings using squares and rectangles. That's what he did, using shapes. In any case, out of all those writings and translations to today, he used shapes to confound the best they can come up with, given the scenario, is squares and rectangles. And they said he confounded that realm. They can no longer know what they're doing or whatever it is. And we don't have to worry about them because of that. That's what Jesus said he did. That's an act of witchery. He's a healer witch, so he's healing the situation. I'm good with that. I won't kill you, Jesus, the way they say, suffer not a witch to live in the good book. 
I'm a shaman witch. I'm a shaman witch healer. I watch those realms and dimensions. All I can get away with, again, I have a life, and I have to do the laundry, so I might not catch what everything is going on all the time. I promise you, if you're listening to me, if the divine light shows you more than you know that I get, please, you know, share it with me if you ever get the chance. But Jesus thought about, you know, don't serve the prophet. Now, I can't promise you I know that Jesus said that, but the principles are, are, are as best I can tell are true. The principles are true. He said, serve not the prophet and serve not the teacher. Serve not the prophet and serve not the teacher, but serve the light that is. Serve the light. So I try to serve the light. The light that's in me, the light that's in you, the light that's in all things. It ain't really black or white. That light is just light. It's just light. The pure white light is just light. It's not white or black. They just somehow, like night and day, say it is. You know what I'm saying? That somehow it's coming through in reflection off this dark energy in the realm of spirit that has both great and terrible, that has both good and bad, that has both darkness and light, but it's just light. It's just light. Well, there are no colors. You got to do a scientific experience. Experiment. It's reflections of light. You look into science. Look it up on Google. There's no no color, only reflections of light. Reflections of light that bring forth color because of pigments. So otherwise, there's there's only light. You see. So we are to serve that light. Now here's another point I want to make. I was I've only gotten so much into it, but I'm studying uh, Sophia Pistis. Sophia Pistis, and that's a book. It's 10 hours of it. I'm still listening to it. And you know what it says? It talks about not only this witchery that Jesus was doing on another realm or dimension, another realm or dimension, he's, he's confounding so they can affect you. So in addition to that, when it gets down to the light, there are keepers of the light talked about in this Sophia Pisces, keepers of the light. He'll talk about, I have been there. When you see these people meditating and going there with their energy, I'm a Reiki energy healer, your, your light, the light that's in you, the master within you, the divine light that's in you, that is you, your soul, your, the essence of your being, existence, I have come for this, right? The light is in your form. The light is in your form for this reason. So, okay, in addition to the shapes that he took and did this like Reiki energy healing where I can send it to you at your house, right? I can send Reiki energy healing to your house. And, and a half a cup, a half a cup of empty space has enough power to boil all this world's oceans and they have proven that. I'm thinking quantum theory, quantum principles, whatever physics refer to, quantum, quantum energy. Boil all the world's oceans with a half a cup. I can send you an energy healing with that kind of power. So he's sending squares and rectangles to speak. I mean, these writings are ancient, who knows? But he's sending shapes, by the looks of it, to confound the intellect of these beings that are somehow uh, messing people up. And Jesus said, I have done that work, spiritual work, you know, like spell work to a wick, to a witcher. I have done spiritual healing to that degree, and they're not going to bother you because I have confounded those 
beings in that realm or dimension. Well, the point being, there's got to be aliens involved. By the time you do your Sumerian writings and the writings that, and, and even Christian Bible through the Romans, which I do not trust as far as I could throw. So I'm not under that book and nobody is. Not by the time they've messed with it. You're not responsible for that. Judgment being more worthy than sacrifice. So I'm going to tell you what the light is showed me is that Jesus was doing that in this book, Sophia Pistol. And then he says, I've been there. So these meditations and ability to do Akashic experiences where they explore the realm of spirit and find answers, knowledge, wisdom, and power. And they find that in exploring the Akashic realm, and that can come forth in the divine emanations to you, knowledge and wisdom and power, because that's the simplest, practicalest stuff that I can put good that comes forth from the divine. So these people meditating are utilizing that fact or that element and, and using you know what time they have to be with the divine spirit to explore what that divine light can show them in that practice. So Jesus has been there. Listen to me, he has been there. Well, unless he went by spaceship like Rael movement, the UFO movement, those, those aliens told Rael, check me out, told Rael, we don't care about no spirit. We don't believe in no spirit. We like to have sex and we like to have fun. And then Rael movement has that going on in some cult practice that the aliens that took him told him they don't believe in no spirit and, and they just believe in sex and fun and loving each other. Of course, loving each other. So they utilize those elements and they got a whole hit, like 80,000 people following the Rael UFO movement. So we are serving this divine light here on earth, right? We got this white light, this light that comes forth. Listen to me. This light that comes forth and emanates and, and emanates from that light, emanates from that light, everything that is made manifest. You, me, the tree, the, the cow, the horse, the, the earth, the waters in the ocean that the half a cup can boil. So we're emanations from that divine spirit, knowing that there is dark matter, I guess you might call it dark matter, um, dark energy. They refer to it that there can't be any darkness, not if there's no color, only reflections of light. Only reflections of light. White light, I don't know what color, no real color. The, the light only reflects color. It's just light. Now, if you shined a flashlight of darkness at somebody, would it be light? Would that flashlight be shining light? If you cut it on and nothing but black was in the, you know, paint, paint, paint it and make it shine through it black. Is it light? Well, if it's a laser beam and it comes out black, it's light. But other than that, light has to be referred to as white light or it's not light. That's just reference to the same divine light that is both the evil or the negative light, you know what I mean? The dark energy all comes forth from the same great and terrible God. Now, the thing is God, you see what I'm saying? The thing is God in reference is the light, right? If you even get past Jove Adonai, the evil demiurge, if you even get past Jove Adonai, at best, the God of the Christian church, the evil demiurge, at best, 
That's all he could be because they found Jesus, said an evil demiurge, created everything. They found the, the Gnostics, which Jesus had a book. He had a book, and he, and he had Gnostic teachings. You can look it up. And I believe his book was called Sophia, that made, you know, Job, Adonai, if, if, if indeed he is the only God that created everything, that would be the evil demiurge that was created by Sophia, that pissed us was the head of honcho or the leader of the group of divine beings behind this pleroma, I'm assuming the veil, you know, where the energy has produced the physical world and illusion behind that something's going on. So behind the veil, I assume, this pleroma. I do my vowel sounds that I learned through Rosicrucian practices that came from early Christians, you know, my, so I can operate behind the veil. I assume feel good to me. I can't find people to verify stuff like that all the time. To me, the veil would be the Pleroma when you talk about Wiccans and behind the veil. The veil is down today. Everything isn't so disguised for you today because the veil is down today. They do that through astrology, different things. So, in addition to, listen to me now, this is important too. This is the grand finale. This is the end of the show. I've got 22 minutes. I'm, I'm up to the end of it. In addition, in Sophia Pistis, in addition to the book, 200 years A.D. came out, but they were burning people alive in 325 A.D. to stop information that was coming forth. They had to put a stop to it because it wouldn't serve the system, the church system that the Romans had designed, that you're told you're following Jesus and the Jews. You're not. You're following X amount of that. Like the X-Men on the heroes in the television show, the X-Men, you know, that X-Men program, you're following X. You don't know that. And that doesn't dictate to me. That's because, that's because no man is really responsible for that book. You are not. Not before that God. Not before that God. You feel me? If you find out a God has power to harm you, then you better take heed if you're not a God. Put it that way. Or you have a, a technique like the squares and rectangles. You might need a square or rectangle, so to speak. If you can use that to confound a realm or dimension, then more power to you if you're in self-defense. I don't have a problem if you, if you act in self-defense. I do not. Not me. I haven't been shown to have a problem if you act in self-defense. Self-preservation. Justice over sacrifice. You know, I'm going to keep justice. And so you got all the way to aliens and being taught to people that are 80,000 strong. We don't believe in a spirit, only sex and fun. That's all we believe in. That's to Rael, movement 80,000 strong, last I checked. He says he's Jesus Christ's brother, Rael, the UFO uh, religion. He said there's a level that he is genetically Jesus Christ's brother. I was telling you about the genetics in the beginning of this program. I'm not going all the way back. I'm not going all the way back. So I, I see people are reporting in that, that aliens in this fiery chariot they saw. I saw a chariot in the sky with fire coming from. There's a Native American in Apache witchcraft that talked about, even though he probably wasn't a witch, he, he was probably a shaman witch healer like me. He said, I saw uh, headlights on metal, metal, metal things, and, and they were like eyeballs on it, and they could see at night. Well, he saw cars, according to people that finally figured that out. Metal, metal ships or whatever, and they had eyeballs, and the eyes could see at night. Well, that's what he said, that the, the Apache 
uh, witch or witch healer because the Apaches were good enough to get rid of witches that were harming you or any other person using that same squares and rectangles that they use. So Jesus said, I had been there like these people meditate. He said, I have been there. And you know what he reported? My king, according to what those that book said, he said, my king, according to that book, my king, according to that book, Sophia Pistis, he says, my king, Jesus, he says, he says, I have been there. He said, I have been to the keepers of the light. Let me ask you this question, keepers of the light. Let me ask you this question, keepers of the light. How can you have a keeper of the light if the divine light emanates everything that is, is in everything that is, sustains everything that is? The spirit that's in you, the spirit, the energy, the divine light, that same power that a half a cup can boil all the world's oceans dwells in everything that is and keeps it. It emanates, it keeps it manifest, it sustains it. How can something be keeping that light? Now you listen to me, I yelled it in your ear. How can something be a being of any kind? Hell, that's, that's worse than Sophia, the, the woman th being that created God, and you telling me that it's God. It can't be God if Sophia created that being that you're calling God. And divine light cannot be under any being keeping that light. Why would God the light, why would God the light need to be kept by any being anywhere? You tell me. You tell me why any divine light, this energy, this spirit, this realm of spirit, this father's realm, why would this divine energy need to be kept by any being anywhere if it is indeed the divine light God so far you got God that was created by a woman being behind a paroma okay I really believe you down to church that we're now serving God that you got covered up and that you burnt books you burnt people and that and that I can find writings that say Jesus said I don't have to die for you for God already loves you but I can also find that Jesus said serve the light and I can also go from Jesus saying serve the light to him saying in Sophia Pistis I can see that he has been where the keepers of the light are what for why are there any beings at all needed to keep the divine light I'm going to go from there and give thanks to the God that I do serve the beginning and the end. The God of the first heaven, Abrasics. Abrasics is on my web page, threeoaks1.com. If I'm going to govern, I'm going to do true religion. I'm going to talk to Abrasics if there's any problems in the order that I'm developing to try to save this planet. Abrasics is balanced. Abrasics has power over life and over death. Abrasics in the writings has power over life and over death. And there are keepers of the light.
the light that you serve as God according to Jesus. Jesus is my king. I therefore serve the light. I do. I serve the light, not darkness. I try not at my best to bring forth things that would cause destruction. I try not to because I am a servant of the light. And the light is life-giving. The light is life-giving. In, in reference, in symbolic reference, the death comes with darkness. And destruction comes with darkness. I don't serve the world. I don't serve the dark energy that's manifest. I don't serve all the tangents. I use things to live and sustain. And if I need those elements to maintain some happiness and some satisfaction and find some rewards while I'm here. But the mainstay of me is service to the light and not destruction. Darkness being very comparable to tangible things, material, um, dark energy manifests by the same power that I was talking about. The light brings forth its, its emanations, its manifestations. The divine light brings forth its manifestations where the dark energy is shaped and turned into a form and a manifestation because of the amount of white light that utilize the fact that there's only light and reflections of that light. So this emanation, this emanation, this manifestation, because the emanations might be just divine energy and you didn't see a manifestation, but when it comes forth and it does manifest, then that dark energy has taken shape that is in the light. For there is no color, only light. I serve the light because my king said serve it. But my king says, do not obey the teacher nor the prophet, but the light. What is those divine emanations, both material and spiritual? What is coming forth from the divine light in your life? Should you serve it, the teacher and the prophet? My king said, serve the light. If the light is handled by beings, kept by beings, that's your call. You are not responsible for that book in front of that God. If you find out a God has power over you, it's up to you how you deal with that God. I'm serving a brass because if there's any being over any light that I serve, I am the beginning and I am the end. The God of the first heaven is a brass I choose a brass as my God. That's who I serve. You got it in the book of Judas. Listen to the book of Judas. Again, couple hundred years after death of Jesus. But it may or may not be true. That's up to you to decide. But Jesus in the book of Judas says, I do not serve the same God as you do, Judas. And Judas was a Jew and they served Jehovah Adonai at best. Even if he, even if Jehovah, the God of the Jews created everything you and me know about at best, an evil demiurge. Peace to you and peace profound. I don't serve evil demiurges. The Sumerian writings say to save this planet, the Sumerian writings, all the way back to Ishtar, the wife of Jesus, Mary, after she reincarnated, they took reincarnation completely out of the picture. The Gnostics believed in reincarnation and that Mary Magdalene was Ishtar. She comes to the Sumerians and if you love your wife like Jesus loved his wife and she was a priest, when she was Mary Magdalene, she was a god to the Sumerians. Those people under her told you that you have to defy God if you want to save this planet. 
I'm here to tell you about an evil demiurge and a Roman Catholic Christianity that's coming through your church right here in America. And I'm Robert Edward Booth. I'm Robert E. Lee's cousin. I've got 25 plus kings in my bloodlines. And you need to restore my throne, the Merovingian throne of the Franks. My ancients want that territory back. My ancients want that territory back. And, and I will honor and respect the Salic laws if I need to. You better believe they respect the light and they respect me. Those same Franks defeated Islam for Christianity, being paid through Charles Martel to, to do military operations winter and summer, and they stopped Islam from hitting from hitting Europe, and now you're the remnants of it, and you've destroyed this country. You've destroyed this country, living under false Christianity. I'm here to help you as best I can. I'm a yoka. I'm going to yoke him, but expect a paradigm change. You're living under a paradigm, something socially acceptable, calling it God's word, accepting it's God's word. It is not. It is Roman Christianity. You're trying to live by two-thirds of America saying that's what they are. You have 65% divorce rate by the time you get to the third marriage. You have $32 trillion in national debt, and you're saying that my king led, according to you being Christians, this country my king did not lead this country to 32 trillion dollars debt and up to a 65 percent divorce rate by the third marriage you don't have any business having three marriages my king did not lead you and i'm here i'm robert edward booth i used to be jesus christ i'm your devil the the elven bloodline i'm also grail bloodline half jesus and half lucifer You'll have to look into the fact that Mary Magdalene had children, and they also covered that up and told you some lies. But but I have the birthmark of the Merovingian kings, and I have 25 kings in my bloodline on my genealogy, and I'm Robert Edward Booth. You need to restore my throne to France, and I'll love you. Peace to you, and peace profound.